0: What's going on, everyone? we got another episode of the Playoff Insiders. I'm George Guay, joined by Connor McStay and James Lesniak. Uh, for those who don't know, we met at Providence College in a few episodes like this before in the past, NBA and NFL, back for the playoffs. Uh, James, Connor, thank you for doing this again.
1: Thanks for having us here, George. Good to see you again.
0: For sure. Obviously, um, a different type of season, I think, for – all of our teams. Uh, I think we could start off with a quick recap. And who wants to start and get going with maybe their team and what they thought would happen this regular season?
1: Connor, take the floor, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, it went as opposite as I could have hoped for for my Jets. Um, I was I was sitting there in the 300 section, week one. Aaron Rodgers runs out with the American flag, and and the Super Bowl at that point was still on, and then very quickly it was it was it was taken from us and i couldn't even really enjoy the punt return victory in overtime over the buffalo bills and first few weeks gave us hope um beat the eagles played the chiefs tight and then it kind of all all, all fell apart but as every jets fan likes to say we always win the offseason, we've got a, an exciting 9 months ahead of us
0: yeah i'll just uh you know start off with today uh the end of an era you know i know it's really they haven't felt like the New England Patriots since Tom Brady left? I think it's truly over with Bill Belichick. I think for me with this season, I thought they they could get into the playoffs. It's possible, like anything can happen. But I think with the division uh, and just a tough schedule, I think a lot of lucky breaks would have to happen. I really think after they lost forty three to seven to Dallas and then I think thirty eight to nothing against the Saints, you kind of knew there were a lot of internal issues. And yeah, we'll see what happens. I hope that they. Pick Mike Vrabel as the next head coach, but it seems like Gerard Mayo is going to be the guy.
1: Yeah, and I think with that, George, a, a big storm cloud is looming over. Uh, it's heading up to New England right now, and it might stay there for for quite some time with this Pats franchise that we're uh, that we saw on the field this year and that we're going to see going forward. Right? I mean, can only be successful for so long. And I, I guess to recap my team, right, the Philadelphia Eagles NFC champions from last year, we we kicked it off against the. The Patriots and in a game that um, was a lot more competitive than you know most would have thought. Um, coming out of that game, I, I really thought the Pats had a solid team, and it turns out throughout the course of the season we just don't have a good team either. Um, lots to unpack with the with the Eagles as a whole, right? You start off the year ten and one with a, a tough loss to the Jets, but it was an away game, raining, good defense. You know that that one kind of slipped away from us um, to where we are now, right? Where we're Lost five of six, I think it is, heading into the playoffs. Limping into the playoffs, lost the first seed. Have to play Tampa Bay on the road. Um, And the vibes are low here, boys. Let me tell you. Um, I, for one, don't have a lot of confidence in the coaching staff in the team. Um, It takes a lot to get to eleven and six, or yeah, eleven and six is what they ended up at. But I think the writing was on the wall earlier on in those. Games when they were ten and one, where if the ball bounced a couple different ways, you know they might have three or four more losses so um tough year for us. it's still going on, I guess you guys can say the same, so i'll uh, I'll pat myself on the back with that one, but um, not too happy about where the team's going, especially in the last couple of weeks here,
0: yeah and i it, I like how you mentioned those three or four losses the guy, the Patriots could just get his feet in bounds in that first game. And maybe that's five losses as opposed to four. So exactly.
1: (laughs) And, uh, Valdez Scanlon catches that ball against the chiefs. You know, that's another loss. Dallas beats us at home. If, if Dak Prescott stays in bounds. like, you know, it was, it it was, it was lucky. Right. But you gotta be lucky to be good sometimes, but you know, it's caught up to us, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, in terms of the games, you know, obviously there's a lot of good ones going on this weekend. Uh, I think James, because you know your team was the you know the best team out of the three of us. I think we should start with the NFC side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first game that I had in the bracket that I evaluated was Dallas versus Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of pressures on them to win, even make a Super Bowl run. Uh, they put so much money into it. McCarthy's on the hot seat if they get bounced. Uh, I, I like Dallas in that game kind of easily. I just don't think it's Jordan Love's time yet to win playoff games. I'll
2: go next on that one. I'm I'm with you, George. I think the Cowboys stomped them. Honestly, I I could see this being a bit of a a runaway victory for them. Um, two or three touchdowns potentially in in the in the margin.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm I did some. You know, I was doing some research on this one. We had the line at minus seven for the Cowboys, right? It's a home game for them. I think their point differential was like twenty. Points, I mean, it might have teetered off towards the end of the year, but they were crushing teams at home. So um, McCarthy revenge game, he left kind of in a sour way there. Love's an experience. Dallas is at home. Expectations are super high for them. I mean, it's Dallas. I want them to choke. They might choke, but I think it won't be in this round. I think uh, I think they're going to win and cover that spread too.
0: Yeah, for sure. What was interesting for me about this team this year is I was wondering, you know, the Patriots fans were so upset when Brady went to the – the Bucs and won a Super Bowl. I was wondering, boy, if the, if the Cowboys lost in the first round, could that have been a destination for Belichick? And I think he could take that team and tighten it up and maybe win a Super Bowl, but who knows? Um, yeah, I think, like you said, cover the spread for the Cowboys. Do you think that, you know, that's a game that Green Bay can keep it close?
1: I don't okay. see it. I, I, I just don't see it. I mean – I didn't hear, honestly, I didn't see much of Green Bay all year. I I, I was shocked I saw them in the playoffs, to be honest. Like, the NFC North went through, you know, Detroit, and I didn't pay much attention to anything else. I I knew Jordan Love had a few solid games. Like, they beat the Chiefs, I think. Um, I'm surprised to see them in. I thought it was going to be the Seahawks, but I don't think they have a chance.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I don't know who said it, but I I think it's just a bit early for Jordan Love and, and the boys, and... I don't know. They, they kind of snuck into the playoffs week 18. Dallas has been, has been really dominating at home. So I, I I think the most likely outcome is a Dallas two or three score victory.
0: For sure. So the game after that, this is, I think this is the most interesting, not game, but storyline. We got the lions and the Rams, the rematch of the two quarterbacks against their two former teams. Stafford couldn't win a playoff game with the Detroit lions. He could, he could win one in Detroit. You know they've really built something with Goff, Campbell. Uh, their offensive coordinator Ben Johnson's really stepped up and built something there. Lions have been my favorite team actually to watch besides the Patriots. I know you're going to say I'm being a bandwagon and jumping onto a new team, but that's not the case. I had, <laughs> I had Goff and Gibbs in fantasy, and it was just it was exciting to watch every week. And I think uh, him and Montgomery are the two best one-two running back punch in the NFL. We'll see what happens. I think the Lions are going to win, but I could see them losing because of that lack of experience.
2: Yeah, I've I've got the Rams in this one. I think overall they've got they've been there, they've done that. I think Stafford goes into Detroit, gets it done. I think at the end of the day, the Rams coaching staff is going to outcoach Dan Campbell. I think they're more tactical. They've got more tricks up their sleeve. Campbell is great at motivating his players and got great coordinators, but Um, at the end of the day, I think McVay's brilliance and Stafford's experience is going to shine above all else in this one. Um, I I see the Rams winning a tight one probably, um, but potentially could be a pretty high-scoring affair as well.
1: Yeah, I think uh, this was – out of all the matchups, I think the Lions are definitely on upset alert. I mean, they don't play games in January typically, right? I mean, when was the last time they had a a seat sold in January at Ford Field? Maybe, never, or the Vietnam War, right? Super Bowl. um, What was it?
0: The Super Bowl.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's not the Lions (laughs) themselves. You know, edit that one out. But um, I just think McVay's got the experience here. Obviously, the Lions are like the sweetheart of the NFL because they suck and they've been terrible for so long. Um, my heart says the Lions, George, I, I like them too and if there's ever a team that's going to beat Dallas if they would win, I think it would be the Lions I don't think the Rams would beat Dallas if they get to the next round, and the Lions have that sour taste in their mouth from that last game too so, heart says the Lions brain is saying that the Rams either cover that one or win a really, really you know tight two-point game
0: Yeah, I just wonder with, with Detroit, I'd like to see them win one playoff game, I don't think that Fan base can take any more heartbreak, just the fact that the Pistons lost 27 games in a row. I don't know if you guys have been to Comerica Park. I've been. It's a good ballpark, but, man, it's empty. Man, I went there against the L.A. Dodgers a couple years ago and they got Mookie bets and it still didn't even fill up, I think, 40%. Yeah, it'd be great for them if they won you know, just one game. I know the, the state just saw Michigan win the national championship. It'd be nice to have some NFL success. All right, the last NFC game is – for James with his Eagles against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, at home. Boy, uh, Eagles have to go on the road, correct?
1: Yeah, it's uh, in Tampa.
0: Okay. I, I think they'll be okay and win this game. I it's not a scary environment to go win a playoff game in.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, I think the Eagles honestly go in there and reestablish who they were early on in the year and – uh, yeah, again, the Bucks are a team that you didn't hear much of early on in the year. They kind of snuck into the playoffs. Baker's a bit banged up. Um, I think the Birds, have—they've again, they've been there. They've done that. They've had a lot of success with this team, and I think they know that this window is coming to an end. I think they, they get up for this game and, and get it done in Tampa.
1: I'd like to unpack, you know, what your guys' mindsets are like here, right? I mean, the team that I'm seeing on television, they couldn't stop – you know, they couldn't stop J.J. McCarthy, right? They they absolutely stink on defense. They're banged up as well, right? And they just lost to the Giants, got smoked, and then lost to the Cardinals, right? So momentum is a real thing, especially in the playoffs. I don't think that you can just turn on the, oh, yeah, we went to the championship last year. You know, we won the championship. We lost in the Super Bowl. I don't think you can just turn that mindset on again. So, um my theory with this game, it's the Nick Sirianni unemployment line game, right? The guy's coaching for his job. I think if he loses this game, we're going to cut ties with him. Uh, there's something wrong in, in the air in Philadelphia, in the locker room, especially. Players aren't getting along. The coaching staff is drawing up plays that you wouldn't even do in a backyard football game outside of Guzman, right? So, um, my, you know, Jalen Hurts hurt finger. I don't know if you saw that. It was gross. Dumpster fire morale, and um, I think we need to reinstall open tryouts like Vince Papale days for that defensive secondary, right? They can't stop a nosebleed. All that being said, I don't see a way we win this game, but that being said, in the same breath, we're going to win by 100. So we'll take the Eagles there.
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting with, with the Eagles' ownership, you know, Jeff Laurie, It seems like that they got their Super Bowl in, in 2018, but they've built this. Who'd we, we beat, George? The New England Patriots. You didn't beat me though. You beat the New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's just it's the sustainability. It's like with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They they don't really tolerate um, you know any down years, and I think that's a good thing you want with your franchise. I haven't really followed the, the you know quote unquote the downfall with Seriani, but it, you know it seems like if you're saying it, it's, it's definitely true. I mean, do you think the players have turned on him because we see you know that that didn't really happen with with Belichick this year? You know they, they kept playing hard at the end, but uh, did that happen with the Eagles?
1: I, I think so. I think he lost the locker room. Um, I, I, and again, right, if you, I, I don't listen to sports talk radio here because it's so toxic, but it's the vibe of the city is the same. I, I feel like no one has the confidence in this team. I feel like the team lost itself. And uh, there is, you know, you, you see Jalen Hurts in a post-game press conference after a loss, and he's speaking – you know, in, in like tongues, he just keeps re, you know, saying different metaphors on how to be better and how they're going to take accountability, but you don't see that reflected on the field. Right. So, um, I think we're going to need, barring we lose this game. I think Nick Sirianni keeps, keeps his job if he wins, but if he loses, I think we're going to need someone with the real winner's mindset. Um, I do like Mike Brable, he's available, but you know, we're still going to win the Super Bowl this year. So we'll worry about that if we lose. Right.
0: Yeah. I like the confidence. Um, Connor, did you give your input on this game?
2: Yeah, I had the, I had the birds.
0: Okay, all right. So shifting things over to the AFC, uh, I you know interesting matchup. You got the Browns versus the Texans. I think this is very interesting just because you know a guy like CJ Stroud, you know, 22 years old now. It was. Probably uh, 12 years old when Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl, which I think is just crazy. Now he's going to go up against him. I am willing to say that Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. I know a lot of people debate this, but um, Connor, I will say, other than Mark Sanchez, he is the only quarterback on planet Earth that could go into Foxborough in a playoff game and not be phased and win. Um, the Ravens did it a few times, and the Jets did it that year, and uh, I think it was 2011. Uh, so I think I have the Browns in this one because I think it's like Jordan Love. It's just not um, Stroud's time to win the playoffs, although definitely someone that could win MVPs in the future.
2: Yeah, I'm actually with you on that one. I think the 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 teacher gets the better of the student one last time. I think Flacco's got one great run left in him. He's got good pieces around him. They've got an elite defense. Um, Kevin Stefanski seems to have them kind of firing on all cylinders right now. I, I think it's going to be a close one. I mean, I watched both of these teams play the Jets this year. The Jets were able to absolutely bamboozle C.J. Stroud early on in the game and then flack out again on a Thursday night on national television. Tore them to shreds. Um, I think the Browns will just have a bit too much for, for the Texans, a bit too much experience. I, I think the Texans next year are a dangerous team and one to watch, but it's not their time yet.
1: Yeah, this is. I got my eye on this one too, right? I mean, it's a minus two spread for the Browns' home game. They, oh no, it's it's home in in Texas, actually in Houston. But yeah. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a big factor, right? Um, Browns traveling. You know, Joe Flacco. I think he's kind of revitalized his career. It's a well coached team too. I, I I couldn't even tell you who their head coach is. I know their defensive coordinator is Jim Shorts, um, and you know he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, so he he's he he knows he knows ball. He might put. All the secondary, you know, at the sticks on a third and ten, but, you know, uh, you know, he's he's still employed and doing pretty well for that team. Um, I think, too, right, you got to think about, like, the NFL script, right? Everyone's always talking about, you know, the script writers. Well, how about if, if Flacco wins this game, he goes to Baltimore next round, and it's his former team where he won a Super Bowl. Um, I want that. Along I way. think everyone, I think the NFL wants it. And I think the referees might be getting their pockets lined with some greenbacks to make that happen. So I think it'll be close. I, I, I really do think it's going to be close to that two, like two point line. Uh, might come down to a final play with the Texans, you know, turning it over on downs, you know, on the goal line or something like that. So I'll ride with the Browns here. Um, but I do think that D'Amico Ryan has his boys in a good spot. The dude's got, absolute pistons for arms too if i don't know if you've ever seen that but very good team looking forward to watching them in the coming years
0: yeah i got the browns as i said could you see them beating the ravens and the only reason why i say that is just because i don't look at baltimore as really a scary place to play in the playoffs i don't look at as you know a foxborough when it was in its prime or an arrowhead or even philadelphia like it I think Joe Flacco could actually go into Baltimore and beat that crowd. I've been to a game there. It was regular season. I just don't think it's as intimidating as a crowd as other places.
1: Mm-hmm. I've never been to a game there, and I, I don't intend to because I, I try to stay out of Baltimore. Um, And if I do go, I'd probably leave my wild at home. But, you know, they got a good team as well. So we'll see how that matchup is. I'm hoping it's Flacco return game, though.
0: Yeah, I just can't stand the Lamar Jackson contract. I just can't. It drives me crazy. But what are you going to say, Connor?
2: I would say I'm with you guys there. I'm not going to spoil my Super Bowl pick, but you know what they say, um, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. I think Flacco is able to sneak into Baltimore and sneak right back out with a W that next round.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. So before that to happen, we have to see maybe who they'd play um, because obviously the seeding lines up. It's not just like an NBA bracket. It's the lowest seed and highest seed, who goes where. I think this is actually the best matchup in the AFC. you got the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Um, Chiefs, one of those teams, I, I'm comparing them a lot to the Patriots in 2018 where they didn't have a great, you know, end of the regular season. People are wondering, can they still get it done? Um, I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes is kind of facing a bit different issues that Tom Brady did. I think it's just his receivers are really bad and they didn't really invest in the team besides him and Kelsey. Um, the game is in Miami, I believe. And uh, oh, it's in Kansas PR. City. Kansas City, I stand corrected. One of the most (laughs) toughest places to play. I like the Chiefs in that one. I hope I can just watch the game, though, without, you know, 50 live shots of Taylor Swift. But um, Oh, come on, Georgie. You love that. That's out of my control. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I'm on the Chiefs in this one as well. And, and George, fun fact for you, this is projected to be the coldest game in NFL history. Um, At kickoff, they're estimating it to be zero degrees with up to 21 mile an hour, uh, minus 21 on the wind chill, sorry. So, real feel on the field at kickoff is expected to be somewhere between minus 14 and minus 21. No way those boys from Miami are going to be able to handle that. McVay wears that big piece of ice on his wrist. He pulls his joggers up to his knees. He's going to get too cold, not going to be able to call his plays. His brain's going to slow down. I actually think the Chiefs, similar to the Eagles, kind of reestablish themselves here and, and put a real beat down on the Dolphins.
0: That's a good point. Because, I didn't know that. You know, you, you figure. I don't think people realize how cold Kansas City is until they watch I mean, the, ball game.
2: the 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 elements are going to win that one for Kansas City. You, you got to think about every time that the, that Tyreek Hill and Tua get tackled, that turf is going to feel like concrete. It's going to be frozen solid. Hundred
0: percent. They don't
2: they don't deal with that. They don't practice in that. The, those boys in Kansas City do. That's going to be the difference. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, you figure a game like that. In terms of record cold, would be at like Lambeau or Chicago. Uh, I remember when the Giants played the the Packers in the um, NFC Championship game, and uh, I think it was 2007, it was something like that. You know that temperature, but crazy. But Arrowhead will show up in full force. James, who do you got?
1: Yeah, this. Uh, I mean, I had a pick in my head before you guys started. You know, saying these stats, and I, I might surprise you here, but I think the. I mean, uh, that with that weather at hand, it's going to be ground ground the you know ground to pound football pound the rock games one in the trenches type. And I, I think knowing that um, I think Miami does have a better run game, right? I mean, they have a, a chain, they have uh, Mostert. you know, that might be, they could have opened the pass up or, you know, with some runs to Tariq Hill, who knows what, you know, he's got up his sleeve, the coach over there. Um, they do have to turn the ball over though. That's a big issue. He, he really has issues winning big games. They, I think the only won one game against a team with a winning record um so i think it's gonna be an ugly game we'll take we'll take miami though i'm gonna take miami in this one i don't feel great about it but that's why every bet i feel good about i
0: lose so we're gonna roll with miami here okay yeah it, it it's definitely an interesting game um miami they always said it seems like one of those teams that could go on a super bowl run and just something happens last one in the afc I think this is an easy pick, the Bills versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, I'm amazed by the Bills. It seems like a team that kind of had it all not figured out at one point in the year, now they've gone on this run, went into Miami to win the AFC East. I think they annihilate the Steelers. We'll see where they go from after that game, but I think this is just a really easy one for Josh Allen and and that team.
2: I might surprise you here. I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers on this one. I think McVay was drawing motivation early in the year from – some undesirable sources if you know what I mean if you read the news um using, using motivation from essentially terrorist organizations I don't think you get away with that I think the Pittsburgh the good people of Pittsburgh and, and Mike Tomlin are just going to outdo all the bills here they are going to bear them down they're going to beat them down on defense and I think this is a, a 14-10 17-14 type win for the Steelers and I think a, a shock firing of Sean McDermott and Buffalo could be coming um, and the Bills go through a bit of a, of a rebuild after this one.
1: Interesting. Um, yeah. I, I think looking at this game, right. It's it's a 10 point spread in the Bills favor. Um, I don't even know when the game is. Uh, and I'll tell you this much, if it's on TV, it's time for me to take the dog for a walk. I, I couldn't be less interested in this game overall. Um I think the Bills are going to take it pretty handily, right? I mean, ever since the Al-Qaeda reference, um, those boys really have been playing together and they've been cultivating plans, just like you said, right? So I don't love the reference, but it's worked for the team 5-0 and since. So uh, we'll take the Bills to roll here. Um, I really hope the Steelers don't win because they're not fun to watch and I don't think they deserve to win. So um, roll the Bills, they'll cover the spread too.
0: For sure. Yeah, I got the Bills, too. I, I find it interesting. It just seems like year after year. I know that, you know, you guys might say um, that, you know, they had a good quarterback with Ben Roethlisberger for a long time, but it seems like they invest in, you know, every single part of the roster, the coaching staff, the stadium. Um, seems like everything but quarterback they're all in on. So maybe this offseason, if they lose, they'll look at it and say, we got to go get another guy. I don't know who that would be. Um, Baker Mayfield might be a free agent. But, all right, let's get to the Super Bowl. Uh, Connor, who do you have uh, being in the game, and who's winning?
2: James, I'm gonna I'm gonna do you a solid here. I've actually got the Birds again, kind of putting all the pieces back together and and making a bit of a run. I think they, um, yeah, I think they'll go into San Francisco and win after they beat Tampa, and then I actually think the Rams are gonna go into Dallas on the bottom of that bracket and beat Dallas, and I think Eagles are able to take down the Rams um, and, and go to the Super Bowl, and then. On the AFC side, um, I think the Chiefs. I think we get a matchup from last year, and a, and a, a, a probably a Chiefs victory again um, is what wow. I'm predicting. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is is too good. I think when it comes down to it, when the pieces drop. They've got Chris Jones on that defense. They've got enough pieces on offense. I think. Kelsey will shine in the bright lights um, and I think the Kelsey brothers will have one last hurrah against each other but I think Travis gets the better of them again um I'll say a, a 31-27 victory for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl
1: Wow I'm shocked by that pick um are you smoking crypto or what's what are you what, what's causing this delusion Connor I, I I'm I'm shocked. And if that were to happen, let me just put it out there that you probably won't hear from me again ever, right, if we lose another Super Bowl back-to-back years because I'm so bought out right now. If they get there, I'll be, I'll be bought back in. Um,
0: Taylor Swift will be thrown all over the place about how she won the game, not Travis Kelsey.
1: Yeah, literally. The NFL loves it, though, George. is part of the script, remember. Um, cool. So, yeah, I have my pick. I think Buffalo is going to – uh, you know they've had that high confidence Josh Allen's playing like the best quarterback in the NFL right now they're firing on all cylinders um i think they're going to roll through the AFC uh, i think lamar i mean correct me if i'm wrong i think i think he has trouble beating the bills typically and performing in the playoffs right i mean they got the one seed they look good but um i don't think they're going to be able to get through buffalo And then on the NFC side of the bracket, I mean, I think the championship might come down to, um, and I hate to say it, the Cowboys and uh, the Niners. I think Niners do come out of that alive. Um, So we'll have Josh Allen versus All Lives Matter Bosa. Um, And I think Josh Allen has a field day on that defense. You know, Brock Purdy in that Niners team is tough, but – I also hate them, and I'm picking with my heart here. Um, so we're going to roll with the Bills, and they'll get their first bowl. It's been four trips, have got empty-handed every time. I think they finally bring that to Buffalo and the Mafia, and uh, it'll be a cause for celebration uh, on the streets there.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, my my AFC championship champion has, you know, been fumbled a lot recently. I thought it was going to be Miami earlier on in the year. Ravens were just so dominant, they say Lamar in the playoffs. So I'm going to have the Bills representing the AFC just because I think they're the hottest team right now. Um, I even thought Kansas City maybe just because, you know, they're one of those teams where I know you said some teams just don't flip the switch, but I think that you have Mahomes, you you have a chance. But um, I'm going to have them losing to the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. I have the 49ers winning it all. Um, I think they have the best roster, and I think that they will win the Super Bowl. But um, – You know, I could be wrong. My preseason pick before the season started was the Cincinnati Bengals, and that went up into fire in like three seconds. So, um, yeah, anything can happen. But um, I must say I would like some parity. I think it would be great to have some, you know, at least one team in the Super Bowl that hasn't been there yet in a while. I know San Francisco went uh, when they lost to the Chiefs, but it would be great to have one or two teams that hadn't been there before uh, that just get their shot.
1: I agree. I agree, George. And I think one of the things I noticed with the NFL lately, I don't know if it's like differences than it's always been, but I think there's been a lack of parity, right? You have your top dogs at the top and there is, the, the excitement isn't what, what it used to be. And I think Tom Brady kind of alluded to this and maybe it was his podcast that the NFL games just – aren't hitting like they used to, right? So um, I'm hoping there's some upsets. I'm hoping there's some crazy events, close games, right? And I would like to see a new champion crowned, um, which is why I went with the Bills here.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you remember, this is really specific, but a few years ago, the Jacksonville Jaguars, with Blake Bortles got to the AFC Championship game and they almost won the game. I mean, Mm -hmm. you could have something like that, or even just win one or two games, you know, that'd be
1: great. Yeah, exactly. And they were all – that game was for second place, regardless if who won um, the Jags or the Pats, right? Because it was against my Eagles and Nick Foles. So, it's true.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm with you
2: guys on that. I think a bit of parity would be good. I think it's good. We've seen some new faces. The Browns are in it. The Texans are in it. Dolphins are in it. You know, Steelers, Bills, Chiefs have kind of been mainstays in the AFC. But good to see names like Green Bay back. The Lions, good for them. Um, the Bucks, you know, I don't think they've got any real chance. But um, I don't know. I, I think I think it'll be a, an exciting offseason, postseason, and and um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think what's going to happen is a bit more of the same, like I said. And you, you're going to see a Chiefs Eagles again, um, maybe another year until we have to see a new champion.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, I'm always against the team that lost the Super Bowl. I mean, we've seen that with Patriots. It took them a long time after they lost to the Giants. You saw this with um, – I don't think the Carolina Panthers ever got back. The 49ers haven't gotten back. For, the Falcons never got back to the Super Bowl. Um, we'll see. Um, it should be an exciting uh, NFL postseason. Guys, thank you so much for doing this, and uh, looking forward to some great games. Thank,
2: thank you, you, George. So Appreciate it, man. We'll see you soon.
0: No problem.